BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report, and I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. And today we bring you a show about the great outdoors. Being in nature is good, of course, for our physical and mental health. And in that spirit, the state of California has been experimenting with ways to make it easier for residents to enjoy our amazing state parks and beaches. Cap Radio's Nicole Nixon tried it out for herself and has the story. I'm at my local library, not to check out a book, but to pick up a pass that grants free entry to more than 200 state parks around California. All right, that'll be due back in three weeks. Thanks so much. Thank you. Now I'm heading to the Auburn State Recreation Area in the Sierra foothills near Sacramento for a hike and some fresh air. With a library pass hanging from the rearview mirror, visitors don't have to pay a day-use fee at many of California's state parks and beaches. It started as a pilot program two years ago with 5,000 state parks passes, but it was so successful it quickly grew. Now there are 33,000 passes to check out from public libraries all over the state. It just is a, a great program that um, is having exactly the effect that we would want it to have, which is getting folks into their state parks. Rachel Norton is executive director at the nonprofit California State Parks Foundation. The group surveyed more than 3,600 people who've used these passes this year. Norton says majorities of the respondents were people of color or had an annual income below $60,000. These are two really important groups of people who have not always felt welcome in parks or haven't necessarily felt invited to explore state parks. Those two groups were key uh, targets for this kind of work. And so it's very exciting to see that it's having the desired effect. The park passes have been so popular, the Sacramento Public Library System is planning to build off the program. Community engagement manager Todd Deck says starting next year, people will be able to meet at a local library where a bus will provide transportation to a nearby state park for free entry and activities. Nature walks, story walks, art activities, different sort of opportunities to infuse that idea of libraries and parks having a lot more in common than what people would expect. In some library systems, cardholders can also check out gear like backpacks, water bottles, and binoculars to use with their borrowed parks pass. Dex says this helps make the outdoors more accessible for people who don't own the equipment, which can be expensive. Communities are happier and healthier by utilizing our beautiful outdoor spaces. And recreational equity 
is a really important thing to ensure that everyone has access to spaces that belong to all of us. There are other ways Californians can snag free entry into state parks. The state provides free passes to every fourth grade student and to needy families that get government assistance. The State Parks Foundation is asking the state for $9 million in annual funding to keep these pilot programs going into the future. <sighs> Behind each of these numbers is an experience in nature and a moment to find some peace. On the banks of the American River, the foliage is just beginning to turn yellow. After a hike in the foothills, I paused for a moment to drink it in. In the Auburn State Recreation Area, I'm Nicole Nixon. Now, while access to state parks has improved for lots of Californians, there are still barriers for some communities. That includes outdoor enthusiasts with disabilities. Creating a, a more accessible trail is about widening and smoothing it, removing some of the barriers, making sure the surface is firm and stable for people, installing benches, places for people to rest, um, having information available in a variety of formats, you know, including Braille and audio, and making sure that you really think through the entire process of how a person's going to use that trail from start to finish. That's Siren Nagakiri, founder of the nonprofit Disabled Hikers, an advocacy group led by the disability community. She says California has done a pretty good job of making outdoor spaces accessible to everyone, but she'd like to see more resources and outreach provided by the state for the disabled with their voices included. Access can also just be a matter of location. Not everybody opens up their back door and sees the redwoods. Not everybody is able to get to a beach or a state park within a 10-minute walk, you know, or even a, a park in their own neighborhood, which is what ideally we would all hope for, you know, with the mental and physical health benefits associated with that. That's Christian Lamont with the group Latino Outdoors, an organization that aims to connect and engage Latino communities with the outdoors in California and across the country. He says sometimes for people in the Latino community, it can be something as simple as not feeling comfortable that can turn people away from parks and beaches. They might feel unwelcome, whether that's encountering some harassment because of their skin color, or because of the uh, language that they're speaking or whether they feel unwelcome because of the, the lack of signage that's there in their own language. Both Nagakiri and Lamont say as a whole, California has done a better job at breaking down barriers for all communities when it comes to access to outdoor spaces. But they say more can be done to make these areas more inclusive. And that's the California Report for Friday, December 29th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. And as we end 2023, our engineers this year have been Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, Christopher Beal, Catherine Monahan, Brian Douglas, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Billy Cruz and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. Along with Mani Bolaños, I'm your host, Saul. Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day and end of year. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as like the place to be California. 
the land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. Paint Care, now with more than 850 drop-off sites in California, where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at PaintCare.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all. On the web at theschmidt.org. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night. Knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.